You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Okay, you guys, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Lip Queen, Nurse Lauren. So if you haven't heard, Nurse Lauren is opening up um, her own studio, Modern Med, and it's opening very soon. Um, And Nurse Lauren is so amazing. She is knowledgeable. She's so smart. She's kind. Um, She is like the ultimate boss, boss babe energy. Okay. Which I think we should make that a thing. Boss babe energy. Um, But anyways, she's amazing. And make sure you follow her at Nurse Lauren STL on Instagram and Modern Med STL on Instagram um, for all things like beauty tips Um, updates on Modern Med opening, uh, before and afters of all the services she offers. She's just so, so amazing, and I highly recommend that you follow her. Um, Nurse Lauren does everything from Botox, filler, lip injections, skincare, facials, peels, microneedling, PDO threads, Kybella. Like, she is everything, and I highly, highly recommend her if you're interested in any of that stuff. Um, you can find out more information or book online with her at modernmedstl.com. Um, and thanks to Nurse Lauren and Modern Med, this week's episode is brought to you. Hey guys, this week's episode is actually a recording of my interview on the Tips with Tony podcast hosted by the lovely Tony Marinucci. Uh, We basically dove into all things fitness and nutrition um, related to traveling from flights to road trips, um, all price ranges of hotels and everything like that, and honestly, just all of my tips for on-the-go living and frequent travelers. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to the Tips with Tony podcast. I'm Tony Marinucci, your registered dietitian, helping you get healthy one bite at a time. Virtually in front of me, I have the lovely Sarah Thomas, and she is going to introduce herself by sharing who she is, what she does, and why she does what she does. So Sarah, welcome to the Tips with Tony podcast. Hi, Tony. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So yes, my name is Sarah Thomas. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I am a a toddler mom. My daughter is almost three and a half. And um, I have been a personal trainer since 2010. I went to Mizzou. I have a degree in nutrition and exercise physiology. And um, I actually, when I was in college, I got my degree, I mean, my certification, um, my NASM CPT when I was in college. So I've been a trainer for a very long time, but um, (laughs) I love it. And it's my passion and I love helping people and I love to help people feel good and feel strong and confident in their bodies um, because there's nothing more empowering than that, right? So Mm -hmm. that's um, what I do. And 
Um, my husband works in Major League Baseball, so I spend a lot of time on the road. Um, been traveling with him since 2014, and um, when we got pregnant, I continued traveling um, after I had my daughter. We continued traveling. She did her first trip at six weeks old, and um, she hasn't stopped traveling since. Obviously, COVID has slowed down for, slowed like our whole lives down for us, but um, generally we're on the road probably about 200 nights a year. Um, so that's my life. And then on top of that, I am a IPE bikini pro competitor. Um, so I do all of my bikini prep um, on the road. So yeah, we're like on the go family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my life. Which is why we're having you here because yes, we all have been under pause and we've had to slow down and we haven't been traveling so much, but fortunately things are starting to open. I know my clients personally are doing like little weekend getaways and road trips and although maybe not anyone, anyone's flying, um, I still think it's important for us to talk about for the future to be hopeful. Um, travel tends to be something that is a barrier for a lot of people. And they're usually will say, I do really good like Monday through Friday, but when it comes to weekend and travel, I just can't get a handle on it. I just can't find ways to make it healthy. I can't find those foods that work for me. Um, but you do a really great job at that. So I know we were talking earlier about how for you, this has been like a huge transition because you're used to on the go. And for you on the go is like super easy because that's your life and you've made it your lifestyle to be healthy eating on the go. And now you've been forced to kind of slow down. So you've had to kind of like, just like everybody, right? We all had to kind of change our routine and our schedules, but you did it kind of the opposite. Um, and so I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, all that to say, we're not, we're all in this together. Although we've experienced it differently, it's all affecting us. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to hear kind of your perspective on kind of maybe how you handled this change. And then also just going back to as things start to reopen, I would love to kind of go one by one by talking about like, how do you navigate a road trip? How do you navigate flying? How do you navigate like a hotel stay? So that way people can see that there are healthy options when they're traveling. Yes. So, so funny that you say that because like for a lot of my clients and people I know when COVID hit and everything shut down, they were like, oh yes, like now I can be home. I can cook. I can work out. Like I have this time I'm at home. And for us, we were like, oh shit, like we're home. So what does this mean for us? You know, um, we're, we have such a good schedule on the go. We know how to live that way and we know how to navigate that. And then, um, when we came home for this, it was actually super challenging, especially for me. Um, you know, we were all in our house. We're never at our house. And if we are just like to do laundry and pack up and leave again. Um, so I had to adjust my schedule around like actually scheduling time in the day for my workout. And then for my husband's workout, um, you know, we have a daughter, like a toddler, so she needs to be actively we have to be around her. We can't just go work out and let her play in her room. Like she wants to be with us and do stuff. So, um, we had to make a schedule for that. And then as far as the eating goes, um, at first we had like bought all this food to like cook with and, and we don't usually cook very often. So it was like kind of getting me way off track. It wasn't that we were cooking bad. It was just that we were like at home eating all day long, you know, and then at night I was super stressed, especially when COVID first 
hit. You know, it's like the world is ending. What does this mean? I have a daughter. I have a life, you know, just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I was like eating like ice cream and drinking wine because I was like, I'm depressed and stressed, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So like after a few weeks, uh, more than a few weeks of that, I kind of reeled it back in and um, kind of adjusted to the new norm. But it was a huge, huge adjustment for me outside of my normal lifestyle to really slow down and be at home and deal with all of that was very, very challenging. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm really grateful that you shared that because I think a lot of people, you know, look up to personal trainers, nutrition coaches, like you have competed in body, body, bikini competitions. And so I'm sure people prejudge and look at you and figure like, oh, she has it all figured out. Like she doesn't struggle, but no, we all have struggles, right? It's just about adjusting and finding what works best and realizing that something that worked in one one setting might not work in this setting. And so, yeah, I think like a hum- any human being, we're all human. We're going to go through some periods where it looks a little wonky, right? So like the eating felt a little out of control. The emotions kind of came in. That's so normal. Um, and then you got to this place where you're just like, okay, this, unfortunately, this isn't going away. Like this is actually what our life is going to be looking like for at least the next few months. So, you know, if I want to feel better, I need to adjust so that I can make that happen. Um, And you did a really great job with that. So, yeah. And, you know, part of it too was like, oh, we're home as a family. Let's make cinnamon rolls or bake a cake. Like let's do fun family stuff that we don't usually get to do all the time. Um, And a lot of that was revolving around food and, um, you know, at nights I was like, well, you know, me and my husband are actually at home together. We don't have a ton of work to do. Like, let's enjoy it. Let's get a pizza and have some wine. And it was all fun and dandy. It was like a vacation that was not ending, you know? And yeah. then like after, I mean, very quickly, I was starting to feel really crummy. Like in the mornings I was feeling like crap. And then, you know, it kind of, that's like a revolving door. Like, you know that, and you have clients that deal with that. Everyone deals with that. You eat like crap, you feel like crap. So then you eat like crap. Um, so after a while, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to get back to what makes me feel good. And um, yeah, so that was, that was a really hard challenge, but back on track now feeling good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I, you know, it's so, okay. I'm going to let people know that we've recorded this before and that the recording didn't, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to say it. There's no point, but here we are. Unfortunately, Sarah and I have previously recorded this last week and my computer is so old and it didn't save. And so we're praying that it works this time. I have a four terabyte safe like drive thing that apparently like people are like you don't need that I'm like well apparently I do because my computer's very old so anyways all that to say our last conversation I loved because this the general theme kept coming up which is like it's all about feeling good so going on vacation we've discussed like when you go on vacation and you travel you know sometimes it is just for you to just have that like week of not caring about what you eat and really enjoying those things and that can be okay if it's in like a time capsule right but if that's like your every day like you're not gonna feel good right and even in a short period of time sometimes if you overdo it like you're really not gonna feel good so really just the the overall theme last time, which I hope we can, we can get you guys to hear this time, which is really just, if it's really the driving factor or the driving choices behind, um, your behaviors is really just to feel good in your skin. So if you have energy to feel like you, um, are in charge of your food choices and just to like, not feel like the food is just controlling you. Right. So, 
that was like the overarching theme. So I hope that comes across today. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm so glad you told them that we already recorded this. Cause like so many things in my head, I'm like, did I already say this? Or was this on last time? <laughs> um, but no, honestly. And like with my clients, like you just said, I'm a big, big supporter of if you want to go on vacation and enjoy yourself and not work out for a week and enjoy the food and spend time with your family and whatever that looks like to you, do it. I will never tell somebody to not enjoy themselves on vacation or if they need a break or anything like that. Um, but on the flip side, if you want to go on vacation and you want to feel good and if you want to wake up in the mornings and work out and that that's what feels good to you mentally, physically, mm -hmm. um, if this is your time to do that kind of stuff um, and you need a plan for on the road, I will support you in that too. Um, you know, there's a, I'm going to share with you all the ways that you can stay on track while you're away from your home. Um, but it's, a, you know, I've been on vacation where I throw everything out the window and I enjoy myself and I have a blast. I drink, I eat and, all of that fun stuff, but I'll be totally honest with you in the mornings, I don't wake up feeling good. Um, mm. I, you know, brought all these cute little outfits and I'm bloated and uncomfortable. Mm. Um, you know, so it feels good to feel good. So I support anybody in that. So yes. Um, and all the things that I say about my life and I'll get into all of this, but just because it works for me is not like a golden plan that you need to follow. It's what feels good for my body. I've been trial and erring for years and uh, it continues to evolve as I evolve. So what's working for me right now is totally different than six months ago. Um, so just be aware and be aware of that on everybody's social media and everything like that too. It's gotta be what works for you. So I think Amen. Amen. No, so true. So true. All right, let's get into it because you have had an experience in every single travel scenario multiple times. Like this is your norm is travel. So let's go kind of one by one. Um, let's, I guess, start with road trip and then we can go in however direction. But so like, how does someone successfully, if they do choose that they want to feel good and they want to make better choices while they're on a road trip, um, what are some tips that you have? Okay, so um, in the car, we have done cross-country driving so many times, um, just the two of us and also with our daughter. So I feel like it's super pro at all of this stuff. But um, my first tip for in the car is to hydrate. And I think that this one seems so obvious, but also I've been the person in the car that I'm like, well, I don't want to stop to pee every hour, but get over it, plan it into your trip, um, hydrate while you're driving and also those stops to go pee are also really good to get up and move your muscles for a few minutes and let some things flush and move around um you don't want to be sitting for that long especially if you're in your car you have the power to do whatever you want and stop and this and that so hydrate um a lot and you're probably going to want to drink a lot of coffee and that's great to stay awake and i get that but also coffee is just a diuretic so it's going to just whatever you're hydrating in, it's just going to flush out even faster. So keep hydrating extra on top of anything like that. Um, and then also, okay. So when I go to gas stations, I, you know, like I will do trips where I prep and bring all my food and snacks and everything like that. And I support you in that. But also when we stop at a gas station, I'm like, I want to get a gas station treat. Like I want a <laughs> snack, you know, it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> Even after all the trips we do, I still do that. So, um, I have some go-to snacks that I get, um, like I'll get a muscle milk, like protein shake. Um, always check on your shakes on the go that they have at least 20 grams of protein and less than three to five carbs, um, look at the label because a lot of them will have like 30 something grams of sugar and 
you're going to have that, you might as well just eat like a Snickers bar or something, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. So check the sugar content. And then um, protein bars. I love all the bars at the gas station. Um, But again, check the label. Make sure the sugar is low. The carbs are going to be higher on a bar than a shake. Um, that's not a bad thing. Carbs are not bad. It's it's a meal replacement, essentially. So check it out and see what you're eating. I picked up some bars that I'm like, whoa, this is like 450 calories. Um, and I know that we're going to eat in an hour, like an actual meal. So I don't need that. Um, so just be aware of the bars that you're picking up. I also get um, pork rinds, which I feel are like a secret gas station treat um, because pork rinds are super high in protein and um, super low in carbs for like, it tastes like chips, you know, but it's no carbs essentially. Um, It is a little high in fat. It's animal fat. um, So if that's your thing, which is my thing right now, um, just keep an eye on the fat content, but it's a very good snacky, salty treat in the car. Um, They've got uh, like packaged pickles at the gas station, um, hard-boiled eggs and fruit and stuff like that that you brought up last time. Um, all that good stuff to get, uh, like real food at gas stations now. I always get like zero-calorie Gatorades, Powerades. Sometimes I'll get like a diet soda. Um, not the healthiest, but something that's a special treat for the road. So things like that that I love and that I'm always looking at. There's a lot of good options in uh, gas stations that you can pick out. Um, also wanted to say that gas stations, especially like the bigger ones like Quick Trip uh, and wherever you live, like uh, Sheets, is that the one that's up there? Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know that one, but we have the, 7-Eleven. Yeah, so like common. the big name yeah. ones, yeah, they'll have microwaves that you can use for free. Um, so if you pack like something that needs to be heated up or like oats or whatever, your chicken or whatever you brought in the car, um, you can just heat up at the gas station. and. All these tips are also so good for just people that live on the go anyway. So if you're somebody that meal preps your food and you have to drive from A to B during the day, um, stop into Quick Trip and heat it up. Like they are not going to charge you. You don't have to buy anything. It's a gas station. Um, So that's like a really good secret tip about big gas stations. Um, And then also pack in the car you have extra room right so if you have some necessities you know that make you feel good when you get to your destination and you're there for a few days or whatever um if you know that like you're going to eat a lot of oats i always say oats but they're like the easiest thing to bring on the road Mm -hmm. um but like oats or wraps or protein powder things like that that you know are part of your plan that make you feel good pack that in the car you have the room you don't need to buy that stuff when you get there Um, I'll portion out my protein powder in like, I'll take as many scoops as however many days I'm on the road and I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. Um, Things like that, that you can bring in the car. And I always pack in the car, like my plastic wear necessities that I can bring in the hotel room, like plates, bowls, uh, silverware, um, things like that. You can bring actual plates and stuff like that too and rinse them out in your room, but I just do the throwaway stuff. all that stuff you can bring and prepare in advance. It doesn't take up too much room in your car and just pack it up. So feel like yeah. that was like a ton of information. That was great. Yeah, questions? no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like recap just to make sure people are listening and they heard what I heard, which is basically number one, you know, if you look for healthy options, you'll find them. Um, so a lot of people hear gas station food and they automatically think like 
probably like all like the pizza and like the roll those like toquita rolls or something you know like and like chips and and candy and stuff but it's like yeah those are there and soda and iced tea and all that stuff like that is there but there's also healthy option there they also have the just I think yeah we said that like fresh fruit and yogurt there's usually refrigerated items too so that way if you don't pack a cooler like you can get it when you stop there so all that to say that if you're looking for something you will find it. The variety has definitely increased. Um, and then you also mentioned like packing stuff. And I always tell people, you can never be overprepared. You know, it's like, it's it, okay. So if you see with the protein, the, you pack your protein powder or you pack like maybe bars that you know you already have at home that you like, and you bring those and you don't eat them and you end up bringing them home, that's okay. At least you knew they were there just in case. And I find very often it's usually a really clutch thing because sometimes things don't go as planned and you're like really happy that you don't become very ravenous and hangry and you happen to have your bar with you <laughs> and you can just keep moving. So those are really, really great tips. Um, so you mentioned sometimes you'll like bring plasticware or you'll bring your regular Tupperware or um, dishes and plates and stuff for the hotel. So how about we transition to um, choosing healthy choices when you get to a hotel? I feel like a lot of people um, could benefit from that. I also wanted to touch on too, you reminded me um, of like fast food restaurants and things like that, um, like food on the go. Um, there are good options you can get in drive throughs um, and restaurants and things like that when you're traveling. Um, like one of my favorite go-tos is like McDonald's um, Egg White Delight, but I'll ask for no butter and no cheese on it, okay? So there are things like that that you can request to be made specifically, and they're used to that, and it's not annoying, and they can do it for you. Um, so, you know, and they've got salads, and you can get a chicken sandwich and not eat the buns, or whatever your plan is, you can make it work in drive throughs and places like that. So don't be afraid to go eat out, and to, if your kid wants a Happy Meal, like, don't be afraid to get something there. Like, it is okay. You can yes. do it. Totally. Um, I, uh, I don't recommend it often, but on the go, it's right, fine. Right, yeah. exactly. I think that's a really, really good point. And I never even thought of like requesting, I think you think of McDonald's or like fast food and you automatically assume like, oh, it's not great for you. Or if I, if I am going to get there, then I have to find like the salad because that's the right. safest thing. We never think of like the fact that, yeah, you can modify just like you go to a restaurant, you can modify it. And just because it's not on the menu, it doesn't hurt to ask. It definitely doesn't hurt to ask. So that's a really, really great point. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Okay. So, um, hotels. Okay. So I always call before I go. Um, we stay at Marriott chains. So if you're a frequent traveler, I highly recommend signing up for Marriott rewards because they've got so, such a wide range of hotels from super cheap to very high end. Um, and you can build up points so fast. So anyways, that's a whole nother thing with like those kind of tips, <laughs> but <laughs> So four hotels. So for example, the higher end hotels have less amenities in your room. So the higher end hotels will rarely have a microwave nowadays. Sometimes they don't even have a fridge um, like the JWs and things like that don't have many fridges in your room. Um, so with that being said, though, as you do gain points and if you are a frequent traveler listening, you do know the secret then that Marriott has um, on their top floor. They've got a secret concierge room for members only um, and frequent travelers and it's got it's always stocked with like healthy snacks and fruit um, they'll do like a healthy dinner option and then in the morning you have breakfast and it's all good clean healthy food honestly um, so 
we take advantage of that for those extra perks for like complimentary meals. Um, but on the flip side, the low end hotels have like the residents in, they'll have like full kitchens and you can use um, like an actual stove and oven, full size fridge, microwave, um, all that stuff is there too. So you can plan around that. If you're staying somewhere in between um, those and you're not sure, just call. So I always call and ask, does my room have a mini fridge? Does it have a microwave? If they say no, I request one. They've got them. They will put them in your room. Mm -hmm. um, so do that. And it's not, there's no shame in that game. Just call and ask. And if they say, like, if it's a busy weekend and the microwaves or whatever are already being used or requested, no problem. Ask where their microwave is for um, guests. Sometimes they're in, like, the laundry room. Sometimes they're in the room, um, the little marketplace where you can shop. So be prepared and kind of work around that. We travel with our toddler and if she's like napping, now that she's older, it's not as big of a deal. But when she was little, I didn't need to take her out of the room all the time for things like this. It was kind of a bigger hassle than what it was worth. But be prepared. If you know that you can't have your microwaved oats for breakfast or whatever that day, like get something else in your room that can replace it that's a similar layout to whatever your whatever your diet that you're on um, is asking for. So a wrap or bread or something like that. Um, there's options to do that. So call in advance. Um, I also always look at photos of the gym um, on the app. Okay, so you can see what they have. Some lower end hotels will have one treadmill and a few dumbbells, maybe. Some don't even have that. Um, so plan your workouts around that. If you know that it's important to get your workouts in and you need to do X, Y, Z um, while you're on the road, bring resistance band, bring a TRX. There's a lot of lightweight travel stuff that's very small and compact that you can easily bring mini bands, booty bands, things like that. Um, and then the higher end hotels, they'll have a, a lot of equipment, sometimes full size gyms in their hotels. So that's a perk if you're doing something like competing or something and you need a lot of equipment it's there. So mm -hmm. use the extra fee, whatever it costs there to use that. That way you don't have to go buy a gym membership when you're there, which I'll talk about that too. But, um, <laughs> so okay. Many, and then, so yes, many good tips. so many tips. Um, so one of my like super secret things that my husband and I always do is the first thing we do when we get in town is we'll go to the grocery store. Um, so we will, especially if we arrive early or whatever, um, and I'll talk about that when I talk about flying, but if we arrive early or whatever, we'll call and check in, make sure our room is ready or being worked on, and then we'll go to the grocery store. And that's where we can get like everything that we need that our room can, if it's a fridge or a microwave, whatever, we'll stock up on that stuff. That way there's just no excuses. Everything we have is in the room. You don't spend the day getting super hungry like you do when you travel sometimes, then you're just like, like ravenous by the time it's time to eat dinner or whatever. Like we'll have all of our go-to snacks right there. Um, I also want to say that when I travel with my husband, it's 90% of the time for work for him. So sometimes we land or we get in, he has to drop us off at the hotel and he leaves. Um, it's not like sunshine and rainbows where we're there for vacation all the time. Sometimes my daughter and I are in the hotel room for 12 hours while he's at work. Um, so in that case, if he has to drop us off and go, um, I'll get an Instacart order ready and they'll drop it off for you. Um, and they'll bring it up to your room even. So there's a lot of options that you can do and you don't need to make excuses around the food. So you can mm -hmm. certainly have all of that 
right in your room and it makes it so easy, especially with kids too, all the snacks, get them there. So you don't spend a fortune at the market downstairs. Um, so oh. that was a yeah. good point. That's a really good point. And I think we mentioned this last time and we definitely, I think we could address it again, but the point, um, where we talked about like airport, airport food and like how it's so pricey and like, yeah, like that's the thing. Like, it's not that it's not available. Like you will always find healthy food available. Like, and, but unfortunately people do charge more for convenience. And so, um, I think that was a good point. It's like, yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, you can find, you can, you can buy it. But I think if you plan ahead, you're also, um, not only are you going to almost like guarantee that you have those healthy choices, but you'll be less resistant to ordering something that maybe is like literally 10 or $15 more than the less healthy option. Um, because you kind of did it in a smarter way. So that's yeah. a good point. Yes. Um, and if I know, like if I'm, um, in competition prep and I know that like I have certain macros I need to hit um, I will spend the time to create like a meal plan in my app that hits my macros and I'll stick to that plan while I'm on the road to keep it very simple and very easy I'll have the same thing for breakfast lunch and dinner basically for a few days Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't usually eat like that I do I track macros for the flexibility in my diet Um, but you know I know on the road to keep it super simple fast and easy so I can feel good and stay on track with my goals. Um, but like I always say, when it comes to like bikini prep and things like that, it's like an extreme, right? So I have to travel with my food scale. Um, I travel with my measuring cups, things like that, that the average person does not need to do. That's not normal eating behavior to be totally honest. Um, yes, it helps you reach your goals, but it's very extreme and it's not a full-time way to live. I don't live that way year round but I make it work when I need to. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. I think that's like, because you're competing in a sport and you're signing up and you have just having that awareness, I think is a game changer. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I know a lot of people who do listen to my podcast, a lot of my clients, you know, for them, that would be super triggering and it would just spiral into something very unhealthy mentally. Um, so I think that I'm glad that you said that. I think, you recognize it's a sport and so you do it when you need to do it. Um, but I think also, but we could also kind of riff off that in the sense of, um, sometimes I will, even with my clients, like sometimes it just feels better having some sort of a plan. It just, it's like a moment where you're taking time for you. So I don't think it hurts to kind of decide like what it is you think you're going to have maybe for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner sort of a thing. The difference is becomes like, you know, it's different if you're going, if you're traveling for like work or like, it's not, you know, work versus fun sort of a thing. Um, and then just having the awareness that like, if you're competing, obviously like if there's a will, there's a way it's like, it's like, there's non-negotiable, like it's a have to, but if you're just like trying to be healthy and you're trying to stay on, on, on plan and not, you know, you don't want to come back gaining some weight you want to be able to maintain or whatever. You also have to know that like it's, it is challenging and that it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that, um, being okay with knowing that it's not going to be is, is helpful. Yes, 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 yes. And just anybody that's listening, that's, um, wherever you're at in your journey, uh, just be aware of the bikini stuff you see online. It's super trendy right now. And it's, um, uh, it's, it's a sport and it's intense and it's not the healthiest thing to do. Um, so if it's something that you're interested in or curious about, um, you can always ask me any questions. And, um, I just think that, I don't think there's enough transparency about the whole thing. Um, 
on Instagram. And some, some people are very open about it, but some people, I don't know. I just think that it's just very intense and I highly recommend talking to somebody before you even start taking tips and things like that, that people are doing. Like I said, I don't live that way year round. I don't use my food scale year round. I don't weigh myself year round. Um, so just, just be aware. Uh, it's, it's not maintainable. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Um, all right. So let's talk about flying. Yes. Okay. So one of my number one tips for flying, uh, is to pick the earliest flight you can. So there's a few reasons behind this, but one is early flights rarely get canceled or delayed. Now don't come at me if you specifically pick one <laughs> and then it gets canceled. Uh, but honestly, all the flying we do, I've rarely had any delays with our early, early flights. I mean, the plane is usually already there and it's the first one to go. So mm-hmm. that's like a number one tip, especially if my husband has to be there for work for a certain time, like a game or whatever, like we take the first flight out. It's better to be early than late when it involves work and things like that. We're not flying for fun, you know? Um, and also with a baby, when you fly early, it's best. I mean, most kids are their easiest early in the morning, at least for my daughter, like she declines. <laughs> her behavior declines as the day declines. So, um, <laughs> early in the morning, she's a total joy. Um, so we do that. And also I, for gosh, uh, maybe two years now or so, I forget, um, been doing intermittent fasting and I do this for myself because it feels good. It's not a magic tool to weight loss or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not losing weight doing it. I do it because it feels good for my body. Um, so I don't usually eat until about 11 or 12, um, every day. So, that way, when I fly early, I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to worry about what I need to eat. I'll have a coffee at the airport. That's fine. Um, so that's what works for me. Okay. So just to say that. But I also do um, flights at other times and things when I wasn't intermittent fasting where I did eat. Okay. So I have a lot of tips on that. Um, but bring an empty water bottle through security. Okay. Bring a big empty water bottle. I always do like at least a liter, try to bring like a 50 ounce bottle. And then I just fill it up right when I get through security. Water is so expensive at the airport. So when you're traveling with a family, everybody brings their own water bottle. Okay. It saves like literally $30. So we fill it up when we get through and stay hydrated. Um, now I will say that when I travel with my daughter, I don't love to get up to go pee on the airplane often um, because sometimes she'll fall asleep on me. And if she does, that's like the magic time. And I don't move because I want her to sleep on the airplane. (laughs) So um, I personally will usually kind of wait to actually start drinking my water until I land. But when I have a big thing packed of it, then right when I land, I can start chugging it down and start getting hydrated. Because when you fly, your body holds on to all kinds of extra water. it's crazy. So, and also if you're tracking your weight, do not weigh yourself the day after you fly because your weight is just up. You're just holding water. It's crazy. So you got to drink more water to flush out the water that your body's holding onto. It thinks that like you're dehydrated and you're not going to get water for a while. So it like suctions up everything and holds onto it. So hydrate and flush that out and get things moving as soon as you land or whatever. Um, Pack your own snacks if you have a plan to stick to and if you want to save some money, like you mentioned. Um, So nuts and protein bars, protein powder, things you can bring through security. Peanut butter packets, almond butter packets, you can bring that stuff through. Um, Fruit, all kinds of stuff like that that can fit in your bag. Um, 
it just makes it easier. There's a lot of stuff you can buy at the airport. There's a lot of healthy options, especially nowadays, especially mm -hmm. at the big airports. But like Tony said, it is a little bit pricey. So plan on that. Mm -hmm. um, yes. I think um, if you're checking a bag, it's probably easier to pack more in your suitcase and stuff like that. Um, but either way, I think it, it definitely doesn't hurt to, like we said earlier, just be prepared and just think about like, what can you fit? Yes. And I think a lot of people don't really know the things that you can bring through TSA. So like, I'll have some people ask me, brand, like clients, random stuff, like, yeah, you can bring that, bring it through, you know? Um, but I have had some sad moments where I've brought like a jar of peanut butter. Like for some reason, I always forget about the jar of peanut butter. And my husband are always like, can we bring this? Yeah, we can bring it. And it gets thrown away every time. So I remember now, like you can't. Uh, just do the packets. You could do the packets because they're portioned, the but yeah. Especially because you probably do the natural peanut butter where the oil separates. So yes. there's liquid. more. Liquid yes. Yeah. So they throw it away every time. Um, but, um, but like protein powder, you can absolutely bring. And if you bring a shaker bottle, you can just fill it up with water when you get through and add scoop of protein or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff you can bring through. I do like um, oatmeal packets. You know, like, you yes. know how, some, you know, the ones that just don't have added sugar, they're just already pre-portioned. I find those to be really great because like, I, one thing I do a lot is my protein powder with my oats and mm -hmm. that's like a standard breakfast for me. So like if the hotel or wherever I'm at has a microwave, I just do the scoop of the protein powder, the packet of the oats and some water. And, or if I'm able to have a refrigerator with like unsweetened almond milk, I'll do that, heat that up. And it's like a perfect, it's something that I know that I have normally. And there might be so many variables, like wherever I'm at, that I want to at least have a couple things that are familiar to my body. So those are like, that's like my go-to. Like yeah. Like I keep talking about oats and protein powder too. Like I always yeah. travel with that stuff and the pre-packaged yeah. pre ones, I cannot think of what they're called, but there's like this hundred calorie pack that um, is just so good and it's flavored. Um, it used to be called Fit Oats or something stupid like that. It's not called that anymore. But um, yeah, always look at the labels. There's a lot of good options out there for stuff like that, that I think people disregard as like, oh, that you can't have that. That's mm -hmm. bad. Not really anymore. Like check it out and see what's on there and see what fits mm -hmm. your plan, whatever it is that makes you feel good that you're doing. Um, yeah. And the last thing about the airports I wanted to say is to walk. Um, I know that that seems so obvious, but sometimes I get to the airport, especially for an early flight, and I'm just like exhausted, and I sit down. But then like in my head, I'm like, shoot, I should walk for a little while. Just mm -hmm. walk around, look at some stuff, get your legs moving, because you are about to sit on the flight for three, four, however many hours, um, and you are kind of stuck there. So just walk, get some and things moving mm -hmm. um and then you can sit and read and do all that stuff that you had planned in your free time i love to yeah. fly <laughs> so it's you so yes it's uh, so relaxing i you know ever since i started working from home like full-time and like i actually love working in an airplane because you literally have i don't i don't pay for wi-fi i don't do any of that like where i need to just like write or like plan my week or like just like not be interrupted i actually really love that aspect but like all that other stuff I don't like. I like, I'm, I'm very anxious because I, um, I have a history of like booking the wrong flights and I'm not the best traveler. I'm working on it. It's fine. I have to, cause it's like part of my lifestyle now, but well, pre COVID, but, um, so I tend to have like a lot of anxiety, but I'm getting better where it's like, I'll plan like you know how they say go like two or th two hours before like I'm there three hours before like I rather know that like I'm through security I'm not gonna miss my flight like all of those things um all that to say I don't love it <laughs> um 
but there are parts of it that I'm learning to love, like being able to work without interruptions, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay. This has been so good. Any other, did we go over what else did we go over everything? Or is there one more? There's one more. I wanted to talk about gyms and workouts when you actually get to your destination. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So, um, some things that a lot of people don't know, I think, um, but a lot of gyms, like the big, like actual full gyms, not studios will give you, um, a three, five, seven day pass to try it out and see if it's something that you want to purchase. Right. So, um, always utilize that. And there have been times where I have had to fib and say that like I'm moving to town and I want to try out your gym and I don't have a local address, but I'm moving here. Um, and yes, shame on me because that's a lie, but also my husband and I travel year round and I can't afford to pay. Some gyms will charge you like 50 bucks for a week pass. Um, so there are ways around it and that's, you know, my whatever. So <laughs> try it out. Um, and usually you can fill it out online and things like that, or you can call and talk to them. Um, and they can give you complimentary pass and then studios like yoga studios, cycling, um, Pilates, like all those specialty boxing, things like that. Um, they'll do first class free. That's pretty standard across the board. Um, so if you're traveling without kids and you have the flexibility and time to like try fun stuff for different workouts, highly recommend doing them popping into different studios um especially if it's your actual vacation time with your husband or whatever like it's fun to try out new workout classes it's empowering and invigorating and it feels good it's a great way to start your day or whatever so go to a class together and try something that you've never done before and pop in a boxing class or a hot yoga or something and do something fun like that especially if it's free i highly highly recommend it and that's the time to do it when you're on the road um also in your room you have options too so if you travel with a daughter a toddler like me sometimes i'm stuck in the room and i have to get it done in there so i'll do beach body workouts or youtube workouts um body weight stuff that you can do in your room actually feels really good and they're usually pretty short and sweet so you can do like a 20 minute shanti whatever um get your butt kicked move on with your day get it done um Sometimes I do that because I have to when I'm like competing and sometimes it, I just do it because it feels good. It's part of my day to work out. It's mm -hmm. my time. And if that means that I have to do it while my daughter's running around the hotel room, I don't care. I need to get it in and it's part of what makes mm -hmm. me feel good. It's my self care. So, um, I have done that many times and, um, I think working out on the road is something that people it's like kind of a joke, right? Like who goes to the gym on vacation? Haha, ha, crazy people. But honestly, no. <laughs> so yeah. if it's something that you have to do to feel good, or it's part of your plan, or it's whatever is making you feel good, do it. Wake up early when your family's sleeping and get it done. Um, no shame in that if that's what makes you feel good. If it's something that's stressing you out and, you know, making you tired and wearing you down and you don't want to do it, like, please rest, mm -hmm. sleep in, don't work out. Don't work out for seven days. I, I am a big pusher of that too. Your body needs rest in that aspect. So whatever you are doing, just do it for yourself and whatever's mm -hmm. going to feel good. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that was great. I want to just kind of, um, kind of like 
reframe or wrap it up. I don't know what the word is. Just clarify, I guess, or <laughs> reinforce. Reinforce is probably the right word. <laughs> um, you mentioned like sometimes you'll just do like a 20 minute workout and that uh, vacation or not, like so many people, I hear it all the time. Well, it's like, if I'm not going to do a 45 minute hour workout, I'm just not going to work out. It's like, how is that even logical, right? 20 minutes, something is better than nothing. And then even if you're on a vacation or if you're on a trip, when like, you know, you do want to enjoy everything, like you can do both, but your workout, because you are on vacation, it doesn't need to be the whole day. Like it can be in and out. Um, and even just like every day, there are so many effective workouts that it's not always about how long you work out for. It's about the quality of your work, which is really important. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. And I feel like I was going to say something else and then my brain went sideways. So well, I have one more thing to say about the sure. <laughs> Also, if you travel with kids, um, like little kids, my daughter's super social and she loves playing at the gym, child cares, and she loves school and all that stuff. So also it's part of her day too. When we go to a gym, if we do a family pass or whatever, she gets to play and all their stuff and play with the kids. And she has a great time getting away from us while we get to go work out and we get to work out together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's fun for everyone and she loves it and it's good for her, especially if we're in the hotel most of the day. Like, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's good for all of us. My whole family loves it. So I highly That's recommend awesome. that. Yes. That's so awesome. Well, Sarah, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Um, please let people know, actually before that, is there any last minute comments, topics, or anything you kind of want to end with to throw in and then we'll talk about where people can find you? Um, I think that, on the go lifestyles and traveling are basically the exact same thing. So even if you're on the go all day at home and you never leave your hometown, that is still just as hard as traveling. Um, so, and especially when your routine is all over the place, if you have a lifestyle that's not your average nine to five, whatever, um, just be prepared. Like Tony said, um, make a plan and stick to it. Um, it's going to feel good. Do what feels good. And, just be prepared for an unprepared life. Basically, that's what I've learned. Um, and I, nothing catches me off guard anymore because I don't let it. And I've already been through all of those scenarios and I don't let it happen anymore. So, um, I know what I need to do to stay on track, to reach my goals, to feel good, whatever that might be. And I do it. Um, so I just highly recommend making a plan and sticking to it. Because like I said earlier, so many people don't know how good it feels to feel good. And that breaks my heart. And like, that's what I live for is with clients and helping them reach that point where I don't care what you look like in the mirror. I don't care what the scale says, but when you feel good and your body is properly working, everything's working well and doing the right thing and you're hydrated and you're fueling with proper food and nutrition and you're working out and you're sweating and you're doing all these things. That is the best feeling, the best high. You can't buy that. You can't create that unless you're actually doing it. Um, and if you if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. But if you don't know, you have to try and give yourself a lot of time to figure it out. Trial and error and practice and um, getting knocked down and starting again, starting again. I start again all the time. Um, that's okay. So just that's my last tip, I guess, is just find out, yes, find out for you what it is that's going to feel good and roll with it and run with it. So Mm -hmm. that was perfect, Sarah. Thank you so much. That was really, really great. Um, How would people, if people have follow-up questions and they want to reach out to you, where should they find you? Um, You can find me on Instagram at Sarah, S-A-R-A dot 
sarahbeth.thomas um, and or just search like Sarah Thomas you'll find me eventually it's like the most common name ever but um, well, I'll put it I'll put the direct link in the show notes so that way people don't get lost yeah and you can DM them. me anytime like I love to answer questions I'm here to talk nothing is a stupid question ask me anything it gets me super jacked so yeah I'm always here to talk awesome well, thank you so much um and guys if you're not following her follow her if you're not subscribed to the podcast definitely subscribe if anything we said here resonated with you take a screenshot share it on your story tag me tag sarah um let us know what it was that maybe maybe you're gonna make a change now maybe there was something that was said that inspired you to do something better or be better to be different let us know all right thanks so much for listening as always i'm tony marinucci your registered dietitian helping you get healthy one bite at a time all right guys please make sure to subscribe to fit girl talk radio and give us a review i would greatly appreciate it have a great day have a great week and as always just do the best you can out there and i promise we'll talk again soon